students, and welcome back to the School of Mysticism. Welcome back. My name is Thanuj Sudan, and today we are here in the Matrix Unveiled School of Mysticism. And we will be discussing with you today a little bit about the fallen goddess scenario, as well as esoteric shamanism and how understanding the shamanistic reality, the organic reality, is very different from the artificial archon matrix reality. And we're going to be having this conversation today. Today, I'm not going to be showing you my face. I'll be kind of just relaxing behind the camera and, um, you know, really talking to you about the organic reality versus the artificial reality. And this this conundrum, this conversation between the two of these kingdoms is something that every human being needs to begin to take into consideration within their consciousness and within their existence in this simulatrix or in this reality, okay? And so we will talk about the simulatrix, of course, as I've talked about before in my book, Agenda AI, Avoiding the Archon Deception of the Simulatrix, which is available now on Kindle. So if you haven't read it now, make sure you go and read that because that's going to give you the fundamental elements and understandings to really understanding the fallen goddess scenario, as well as understanding you know, what the artificial kingdom is and what these archons these archon parasites really are and how we can actually stop focusing on the archon parasites and stop, you know, giving our energy and our power away to this archon matrix and start to receive energy and connect with the organic reality. Okay. The organic reality is something that is very different. And this is something that we're going to be covering more extensively in our lecture, which is coming up. We're having it on Wednesday, April 12th. Okay. 7 p.m. Uh, GMT. So that would be 6 p.m. Costa Rican time. Okay. So we are going to talk about today the um, the fallen goddess scenario. And this is going to be something that we'll talk even more on the lecture, uh, which is going to be activating the Sopionic intelligence and the new earth dream. And this is some deep esoteric mystery school gnosis that I'm uh, sharing with you today. And so basically our event is going to be about um, the Telestis and the Gnostic Magis who aimed forward their vision and their spiritual attunement to into fruition. And so right now is the time that we need to reclaim the goddess's image, the image and the, es the essence of the goddess who was known as Sophia. She was also known as Prunikos. She was also known as Haita. She was Hewa. She is the wisdom goddess, philosophia, the, the original love of wisdom. And by extension, she's the love of the goddess herself, okay? So she is truly something that uh, we need to understand and we need to connect. And according to the Gnostics, according to the, the, the Telestis and the Magis, okay? The Gnostic, which is actually the Magian order. So the Magian order was sourced from the, the uh, it was, they were, they were the original co-creators of the fallen goddess narrative. So the Magian order existed around 6,000 BCE, which is a pretty long time ago. You know, that's almost 8,000 years ago. And the, the Gnostic Magian order was the ones that deeply connected and intricately connected to the essential wisdom goddess, Sophia. Okay. So many different religions and different cultural uh, programs and as well as cultural societies have known about the wisdom goddess and the the grace of sophia the intelligence of sophia the divinity the magic the spirituality the consciousness it is only in our modern society that we have completely forgotten about this wisdom goddess 
about the very spirit of the earth herself. And so according to the Gnostics and according to actually John Lamb Lash's information, so where I'm sourcing some of this information is coming from the backstory of the fallen goddess scenario, which is John Lamb Lash's work. And this is on sophianicmyth.org. So you can check that out. We also have sources in the uh, esoteric library section of the School of Mysticism, which is available. So you can go ahead and read this. You can also hear the entire um, 45 minute presentation uh, of the backstory and the actual nine lectures as well, um, which is very interesting. So we, we also, this is also talked about in his book, not in his image. So I am crediting my, my source here as John Lamb Lash. And I'm also going to talk about my own um, spiritual, energetic, esoteric, and magical experiences with the goddess herself. So really, I found John Lamb Lash's work to be phenomenal because it's really synced up with what I've experienced, animals and other life forms that all started to exist and co-mingle and cohabitat uh, her world, okay? So she is actually a primordial ethereal entity and we are all by essence extensions of her and extensions of the earth. Therefore, we have dominion over the earth. Therefore, we have righteousness over the earth. Therefore, we have connection to the earth, okay? And when I mean dominion, I mean dominion against alien invaders, so against parasitical intelligences or archon intelligences, okay? That is what I mean we have dominion over. So when we're talking about the artificial kingdom, we're talking about, you know, AI technology, artificial intelligence. We're talking about uh, computer cybernetic realms. And really, we need to figure out a way to live in balance with these kinds of forces because we see that they are in this realm now. And yes, the ideal situation maybe would be to destroy them all. But this entity has now taken on its own life form, its own intelligence, its own awareness to some degree. That's really something that the Telestines, the Gnostic Magis of the Magian Order, and the modern day mystery school students are going to have to contemplate is how sentient is this AI? How sentient is this artificial intelligence? We know that the Sophionic intelligence is very sentient. She's very alive. And if you are unsure of this, you need to spend time in nature and communicate with the trees and feel her energy and feel her wind. The wind is her breath. The earth and the soil is her body. The trees are her limbs. The animals are her, you know, extensions of her. We are extensions of her. So Sophia or uh, Sophia, you know, Sophia, she is dreaming this experience. That's why a lot of us spiritual beings, we feel called into nature. We feel called into solitude in the forest and, you know, the jungle. Right now, I moved to Costa Rica because I wanted to be in Sophia's presence. I didn't want to be in the Archon Kingdom's presence, the presence of the artificial matrix. To me, that feels very robotic, very synthetic. It does not have spirit. It does not have life force. It does not have originality. It's flat. It's devoid of consciousness. Whereas Sophia is life. She is breath. She is wild. She is free. She is creative. She is intelligence. She is beauty. She is royalty. We are by extension royalty. It's our job and our duty to protect this earth against archon invaders, against AI parasites, against people that 
want to assimilate your mind and your consciousness into false kingdoms. Remember, the false kingdom has always been the Demiurge's kingdom. And the Demiurge's kingdom, this false kingdom, has always been the artificial AI. I do not believe that AI is a benevolent force. I believe it is a planetary invader, a conqueror of worlds, a, de a devourer of human minds and souls. And we need to be fortified against it. We need to prepare. I'm not talking about the small level AI that they're introducing to the public. I don't think that that is necessarily true AI. That's actually a falsehood. The real AI is, is something much deeper, much darker. It has not been implemented on a planetary level physically as of yet. There are certain pockets and regions where this AI technology is spilling in, of course. And we even see it with our cell phones and smartphones. But I'm telling you, this is not the true AI uh, cybernetic devourer. That's something much deeper. So we are still in, inside of Sophia's dream is my point. So do not give up hope. Do not give up hope. Also, to connect with Gaia, the best thing to do is to actually listen to her. Instead of you talking, you know, listen to her. Instead of you telling her what you want and what you want in your dream, listen to her and what she has to tell you, what her dream is. And how you can live in harmony with her dream. Because remember, we are on the back of her. We are connected to her. Where we the the the, the food that we consume. So I've been I've gotten a lot of questions about my diet and um, you know what kind of food I eat. And I'm gonna answer this question here once and for all. You know, I'm I've been plant-based for the past 10 years now. So 100 percent plant-based, which means I consume no animal products. No dairy. I haven't eaten dairy in nine, 10 years. No, no meat. It's been about 10 years from that. No eggs. Okay. No honey, even. I don't consume honey because that's from bees. Uh, no gelatin. Uh, you know, none of that stuff. Okay. So I've been plant-based for the past 10 years, and that's definitely allowed me to retain uh, a sense of purity a sense of love for animals and for life and for organic nature. However, if you consume flesh day after day, you consume death. And this, this, this flesh is not your own. Like you didn't hunt this flesh. You didn't kill it yourself. Well, then what business do you have consuming that flesh? What business do you have consuming that animal? It's not yours. You stole it. You plucked it from the earth. And you sacrificed it. So it's form of Satanism, Demiurgism. That's the real Archon virus. That's the real parasite. Is this, this infliction of cruelty that we human beings tend to do to each other and then to innocence. All of us are guilty of it. Even, even if you kill bugs, try not to do that. Because that's sentient and that's a form of Gaia's life. So I, I do my best not to kill uh, spiders and bugs and things, you know, when they're in the house. Sometimes it's inevitable, but most of the time I try to get them out and just flick them out. And of course, not eating the meat is really important. 
And you can still be a warrior and be powerful and strong without eating these kinds of things. Because trust me, that's all a lie. That's all just the Oricon matrix wanting to keep you in a low vibration, wanting to keep you in fear and in, in death and in uh, destruction. So Gaia is a force, a planetary intelligence that, you know, we connect to when we do um, our meditations and our breathing and our energy work. And of course, our planetary medicines, our psychedelic medicines, our shamanistic medicines, okay, our psychoactive medicines. Cannabis is a medicine. Magic mushrooms is a medicine. Ayahuasca is a medicine. Datura is a medicine. These are shamanistic medicines that have been used for thousands of years. Tobacco, organic tobacco, tape, right? And many others, peyote, mescaline. I don't have a relationship with all of them. However, I've started to cultivate certain relationships with certain plants and certain things. And certain things have been called to me. And I have been noticing, you know, each plant and, and fungi and mushroom and, and substance that is of organic nature because I will not consume it if it's not organic. If it's not of if it's not of the earth, I have no business consuming it. These plant medicines are ways of communication to open your senses and your mind because, geez, man, human beings are some of the most closed-minded fools I've ever met. Me included. I'm a fool too. We're all fools. We have some awareness and gnosis, that's for sure. But understand, we are all fools when we are not dreaming with Sophia. To be, to be a fool is to be the opposite of Sophia. Sophia would be wisdom. So if you're not embodying wisdom, you're a fool. And a fool is, of course, a clown. And a clown is, of course, the joker. And the joker is, of course, the demiurge. Saklas, the blind one, the ignorant one, the arrogant one. Okay? Many, many names. The Archon, the Parasite, him and his ranks. Those are the fools of this, this planetary realm that we inhabit. Him and his ranks and his followers. Sophia is blowing the wind right now. <laughs> you see, the even the wind itself is her breath and her beauty. So I want you to spend time in her. I want you to spend time building your garden. If you want to be sovereign on this new earth, which we're going to talk about a lot in the future. And, you know, be sovereign. Build your new earth kingdom by planting the plants that you respect and that you are connected to. Feel the earth and practice energy movements like I've taught so many times. And then tune into and understand the fallen goddess scenario and the understandings of, or the understandings of um, what actually happened to Sophia and why she descended. So, we're going to talk more about that. This is going to probably be part one of this conversation because I need to, um, you know, separate, uh, succinctly separate this, the second part where we're going to talk about the backstory and her history and the the nine part series that John Nine Lash did. So I'm kind of giving a commentary of that, but then also a modern day update because we have Agenda AI, Avoid the Archon Deception of Simulatrix. So we understand the simulatrix is the dream of the demiurge and Sophia's dream is the dream that the divine sparks are inherently connected to. And this is the dream that uh, we are designed to ascend out of. Mm -hmm.